are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Good afternoon. This is uh, Todd Nunley filling in for Beth Sims uh, for the podcast this month. Uh, with me, we we have the pleasure of having Sage Babin, Quanta Director of Safety for Pipeline and Industrial Services at Quanta Services Corporate, and Dirk Dempster, Vice President of Operations here at PES. Uh, today we're going to, you know, of course, talk about wellness and the wellness program. Uh, kind of go back and talk about, you know, the benefits and maybe a little bit of the history and uh, back when it started, when Sage was here, et cetera. So just to, to give a little background, uh, you know, the wellness program for performance energy services began in, in 2016, uh, started with weekly bulletins, you know, newsletters with tips for things like running, walking, weightlifting, eating, healthy, uh, goal setting. Uh, stress management, you can name it, uh, and, and Beth did a great job and does a great job of sending out information and, and helpful tips and things like that. Also, we began wellness challenges and uh, the wellness champions program, which uh, wellness champions serve as a boots on the ground type uh, program with, with guys in the field and guys in the office uh, serving as ambassadors for the wellness program. Uh, we also incorporated the, the annual health fair, which allowed for, you know, various uh, groups to come in and, and you know, give out tips and, and freebies and things like that to encourage the guys to participate in, in healthier lifestyles and things of that nature. We also did various 5Ks and things like that. Uh, we've seen numerous wellness challenges over the last three years or several years as Beth encourages and provides employees. Uh, with opportunities now, Sage, you know, Dirk, and myself have been participating, you know, since the beginning as well. Sage was here when when the wellness program kind of got kicked off. Uh, Sage, what 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 are your thoughts on it, and what were what were the thoughts as far as, as instituting the wellness program back uh, four or five years ago when you did? Yeah, Todd uh, and Beth, who's who's not with us on the call, but Beth and Todd, thanks for the opportunity to join in today. Uh, and Dirk, it's a pleasure to be here. This is awesome. It's a gift to to talk about this with you guys. Um, I'd say that when we started in we being performance, um, you know, the the idea was was that uh, at the time Zeke continued to say, before you can even talk about safety, you have to have your health. Um, and that was kind of the leading charge was how do we ensure that when we're sending our workforce into a safety-sensitive environment, potentially offshore, very remotely, you know, in addition to everything we're doing from pre-employment, you know, physicals and, and uh, you know, every other year we're doing uh, ergonomics testing and physicals, how can we provide these guys and gals with the tools to be successful from a health perspective? Uh, and hence, so in January of 16, the, the health and wellness program was born. Uh, Beth joined the team at Performance, and it's been, it's been something else. It's been impressive to watch, you know, that program grow from, from nothing, basically, to, to what it is today. And 
just listening to you kind of recap all the things that y'all are doing. Uh, it's awesome, man. So congratulations to PES on the program thus far. Uh, absolutely. I, I, I agree with you. Dirk and I have done a podcast in the past and, and Dirk, what have, what have you seen over the last few years as far as how the, the program has, has kind of advanced and, and built upon itself from year to year? Well, Todd, first of all, thank you for allowing me to be back on the podcast. And, and again, I know Beth isn't with us, but um, Beth, thank you for, for allowing me back. I think this is my second time in three months. I am fired up to have Sage Babbin on the line. Uh, it's been a while since we've talked, Sage. Um, hopefully we can get together more often. Hopefully uh, you and your family's having a happy holidays. But um, I'm fired up about the opportunity to speak with you two fellas today. Uh, but to answer your question, Todd, um, to me, wellness, uh, when you offer your employees a wellness program, you're telling them that you respect them. You know, you're telling them that you trust them. You're telling them that you want to be successful in life. I think employees have a high morale when they're allowed to uh, be creative, when they're allowed to solve problems, when they're allowed to feel safe, when they're allowed to have um, some self-esteem, achieve personal goals and aspirations. So me, employees are happy when they have a sense of control over their lives and their health. And I uh, feel like we've been able to provide that in the last three years to our employees. Obviously, there's a few other things that we're going to get into, um, the benefits of the program, but for me, employee morale and um, giving everybody a chance to uh, have a say-so uh, in relation or regard to their health is the biggest thing that um, I'm encouraged by. You know, you talk about benefits that we see, you know, for the employees and, and obviously, you know, for the company itself. Sage, I'm curious, with your vast travel, as you and I have discussed in the past, you you stay on the road uh, visiting OPUs uh, uh, every week. What other OPUs uh, also participating or, or have wellness programs and, and challenges and things like that? Yeah, yeah, they they do. Uh, Todd, is it okay to call you Todd, or do you have a do you have a radio name I should call you by, or is well, look, our, our, our listeners in Saskatchewan and the Philippines, and they know they all know me by Todd. So you go okay. ahead. We'll stick with Todd. <laughs> so, you know, there are operating units that have have um, I'll call them wellness initiatives, and you know they they do have stretch and flex programs. Uh, but I, I would say that now I'm speaking from the Python Industrial Group, and if any of those folks listen to this call, this would be a challenge to them. Uh, I would say that PES is leading the charge from a, a wellness initiative perspective um, so much in the fashion that we just had a health, you know, promotions manager join the corporate team and in HR here at Quanta. And the first thing I thought about was, man, we got to hook her, her up with Beth so that they can share best practices and kind of learn from the successes that PES has, has seen, you know, since implementation in 16 kind of what, what didn't work in the beginning, what's changed, and how, how is the program so successful? And then how can you scale that across, you know, if we were to talk about this with Quanta, uh, scale it to 40,000 people. Um, so I know they've been talking, and there's just a lot of chatter amongst that. But, uh, you know, so to answer the question, yes, we see it, but nothing like what PES is doing from a, a full, full-fledged program. Dirk, what do you see as, as far as the biggest benefit for us here at Performance with, with like, you know, Sage brought up stretching. You know, the stretch program we've been doing for a while, we see it incorporated here. 
in the onshore with the uh, shops and and they do it you know frequently and and we're we're able to see that uh, offshore I know there's various groups that that incorporate uh, some of the stretching during uh, uh, you know jobs or projects they're on offshore what's that, what do you see as the the major benefit for that as far as the individual or the company well first of all Sage and Todd you can call me Dirk okay I go by Dirk um, <laughs> When it rains, they call me mud. You know, I do get dirt a lot with a T, but uh, we'll go by Dirk for the sake of this conversation. Um, for me, obviously, being an operations guy, I'm going to come down to costs and productivity, right? So, to me, a comprehensive wellness program that improves employee behaviors will ultimately see a bending in healthcare cost trending. Uh, most often than not, uh, we discovered that. The savings from the program participation itself will be greater than the actual cost of the program. So, to me, healthcare cost savings is one thing, uh, and productivity would be a second thing, right? Um, poor productivity can be defined as physically being at work but not working. And, and there's a lot of reasons why employees have low productivity. Um, but to me, one of the main issues of low productivity is poor health, right? So, the, the two biggest factors to me would be reducing healthcare costs to the employee and the, uh, the company and improving productivity, which is ultimately a savings for the company. You know, I can remember back, uh, Sage, I know you uh, you remember as well, you know, it, it makes me think, you know, when you, you, you start talking to, to some people, I mean, some people get it and, and some people understand the benefits of of doing your annual medicals and doing your blood work and doing those things, but then you've got you know, a certain group that, you know, if it, if it ain't broke and visible, don't fix it, right? They're not going to go to the doctor just, you know, just to go. There's nothing wrong. But we've seen it numerous times where where individuals were were kind of made to go and do their, their you know, updated medicals and something, you know, be found or discovered that was potentially life-threatening, right? And, 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 by that happening, we're able to get it addressed and get it fixed and, and therefore, you know, save their life or at least extended their life a good bit, right? Yeah, I mean, I remember the stories, you're right, of just numerous, um, you know, non-work-related non health concerns or issues that, you're right, the employees had no idea that those things existed until they they went to the clinic for those those exams. So, you're right, I mean... Uh, catching those things before they they happen or occur, you know, offshore where there's a medevac and and you know when 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 things like that happen, you know, seconds matter, much less hours. So if it, you want to give the employee the best possible chance to 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 survive, so if if you can catch it before they're isolated offshore, then man, that's a huge success. Uh, you know, I don't have them in front of me, but I remember you. To your point, Todd, just a number of you know issues that were that were caught, uh, and I use the word caught because they were discovered um, during those pre-employment or continuing assessments that you're talking about there every every other year. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because you know, it, like I said, nobody likes going to the doctor and uh, just being able to you know we preach it all the time. Every everybody on this call talks about being proactive versus reactive, right? Um, 
so uh, being proactive and staying up with the medicals, staying up with your doctor visits, following up on on issues that you may be having, you know, myself uh, dealing with uh, type two diabetes, you know, continually going to the doctor every so many months, you know, continually doing the blood work and they're monitoring that. And look, I I, I despise going to the doctor just like anybody, you know, I, I just. I don't have the time, yada, yada, but I have to make the time, right? Because I know uh, the end result is not going to be good if I don't, if I don't try to, to look at this from a proactive standpoint. Um, but with that being said, um, I'd be interested to know what Dirk, and I'm going to ask Sage the same thing, you know, with the wellness program and the challenges and the things like that, what, Driving participation, that seems to be the, the ultimate goal, right? It's, it's trying to incorporate or get as many people participating as, as possible. So in, in your opinion, Dirk, what, what best drives participation in the wellness program or specifically in, in, in challenges and things like that that we offer uh, through the wellness program? Yeah, I think first of all, leadership, right? We all drive the participation. You know, we need to be leaders. We need to be involved in these activities, right? Um, I personally participated in two of the five Ks, had a really good time. Um, it gives you a sense of involvement in the community. Um, it, it lets you engage in some um, some exercise. It, it gives you the warm and fuzzy and, and makes you feel like you're part of a program and part of a team. And at the end of the day, happier, I'm, I'm sorry, healthier um, people equals happier people, right? So um, to drive that participation, I just think that one, we gotta get the folks out there to be part of this team and to be part of PES, right? And to listen to these podcasts and just be part of that community and that leadership of driving the participation. But in the few that I've been involved in, um, it kind of motivates you to do more, right? So I think the challenge is to get folks to participate in that first uh, challenge or that first program. Um, but once they're involved, I, I think people are healthier, they are happier, and they want to be more and more involved, right? So I think the challenge is getting people to participate that first go round, but once you participate, I think folks have a, a positive attitude about being part of that program and again, giving folks that voice about their health and their happiness and being part of a team is pretty awesome feeling. So I think we just need to continue driving participation through leadership and through these uh, challenges that we do and Beth does a really good job with that. You know, Sage, Dirk and I both know, I don't know if everybody on the the podcast knows that you're an amateur bodybuilder. Um, <laughs> you know the challenges that you have as far as traveling so much and and working out and and doing that. And, and on a serious note, uh, it's got to be a challenge, right? It's it's never never easy, right? So the, Dirk talks about incentives and and healthy and all that, which very important. That's what we know, but it's also like, do I have the time? You know, how do I make time? How am I going to go get my walk in, my run in? And, and look, I've been on both ends of the spectrum. You know, I was, I was a little bit psycho, uh, years ago as far as running and was avid with running. And then, you know, once I got out of it, now I'm on the other end. It's like, you know, pulling teeth, trying to get me to go out and do anything consistently. So how, how do you manage that? And, and what do you see as, as the, incentive for for people to participate yeah so how how do i manage it um man that's a, it's tough todd because i mean you you know how much we travel so you know uh the desire to be better is something that you you i try to tell myself all the time is is how what am i going to do today to make myself better than i was yesterday you know and when i book all my flights 
I, I typically book the first flight out. And one of the reasons I do that is because the plane is waiting for me at the airport. Now, you know, this year, obviously, with the pandemic that we're in, I didn't have as many flights. So I'm uh, at 47 flights, I believe, uh, which isn't a lot. You know, you look at last year, it was over 100 flights. Uh, and I'm always on the first flight out. And so I take the, the mentality with the gym the same way. It, and I have to do it in the morning. It has to be the first thing that I do uh, to start the day or else something is going to stop me from going in. I'm going to think of another excuse. So the way that I do it is I get in there in the morning super early and I knock it out um, and I just commit to, to doing it. Uh, is it always, it, you know, it's kind of embracing the suck, right? Uh, do something that sucks every single day to make yourself better. Uh, and that's what I do that, that makes me better. It clears my mind. you got to have a healthy body to have a healthy mind, and I believe that. So it's where I go to, to, to clear my mind and start the day really fresh. Um, you know, to add to, to what Dirk mentioned about the leadership piece, I will say that, uh, and since we are in the midst of the pandemic and, you know, things are happening that's really positive with the vaccination, things are coming out, which is awesome. Uh, but I'll tell you, you know, in these travels since March, seeing tons, hundreds of crews, seeing thousands of people, uh, I can tell you something as simple as the things that they were asking to do uh, for us to do with wearing masks, washing hands, and keeping our distance. When we went, when uh, I went onto a job site and saw the supervisor, you know, handling those three requests in a, in a fashion of, you know, Hey, this is the way we're going to do it. This is this is how we're going to do it, and most importantly, this is why we're going to do it. Uh, everyone did it. You know, it's amazing what happens when leadership buys in, believes in it, and supports it. Everyone was doing it. You know, and then you would go to a job site where the supervisor might not have believed in wearing masks or believed the importance of washing hands and keeping distance. And guess what? There were few and far people on that job site that that believed in it too. Uh, so there is a lot to be said about, uh, you know, in safety, we say it all the time, that safety is, is leadership. We're all leaders in safety, and that's true because leadership is simply influence. You are influencing everyone and everything that you do in everything that you do. So it's, it's a matter of if, if I realize it or not, what I'm doing is influencing my peers. It's influencing my family. You know, it's influencing everyone, anyone who's watching me that I don't know. Uh, so it's a pretty powerful thing when you commit to these, these healthy lifestyle choices that we're talking about here and you see others, you know, start asking you questions about, hey, how do you do this or why do you do this or tell me about your plans to, to, to meet your goals. Uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a pretty powerful thing, uh, you know, so setting, setting the tone and, and leading by example is key. And I uh, appreciate what Dirk said about that leadership piece because uh, people are watching, especially when you're the boss. They, they watch everything you're doing. You're exactly right. And, and you, you brought up COVID. And, and from a standpoint of, of, of challenges, you can see now with, with gyms being, you know, originally closed and then limited, uh, those participating, uh, you know, being restricted and not being able to go with like they want to or need to. You know, I think it's been it's been beneficial. Beth, you know, sends out the emails and sends out the the tips for training and things that you can do at home, things that you can do, you know, around the block at your house, things that you can do in the backyard, things you can do in the living room, 
to continue to work out and continue to be healthy. I think that's, uh, you know, that's been very beneficial for sure. And, and look, incentives, and it makes me, um, it makes me think that, you know, Beth originally started, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and Sage, you remember, I think you were here. Didn't didn't she go out? She did a great job of going out and getting uh, giveaways, getting sponsorship, right? Wasn't it a like a, a mountain bike or you know some something that she she uh, picked up from Houston, one of the vendors there, and uh, had a giveaway, and somebody here on the yard, I think she's done it a couple of times, got you know a free mountain bike, you know something very expensive to, to go out and, and to exercise with. You remember that Sage? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was for one of the the one of the the you know uh, weight loss challenges or one yeah. of those things. But yeah, it was a, it was a mountain bike that that was sponsored. But there are you know there are a number of, of giveaways that were you know gift cards, uh, all kind of stuff was was given out for you know the the top finishers of those of those rankings, I guess. You know, and and that's the great thing about it. Whatever drives and motivates you, right? Whether it's just you know, your motivation to get up and to be better, like you said, or or maybe it's, you know, I want to win that bike or whatever it takes, you know, just to kind of get you kick-started, right? Um, I know that we've had various people here, you know, uh, participate uh, in the challenges and, and success stories. I know there's numerous ones uh, here on the facility. I know that we had uh, uh, one of our, our guys in the pipe shop uh, that, that kind of went out and, and started doing something that was, you know, outside the norm for him. And I, I think it, if I remember, you know, right, it was, it was doing yoga, uh, doing something, you know, it, it helped him to lose weight, uh, you know, not create back pain or some of the issues that he would have trying to do free weights or, or other type of exercises. So, you know, Myself is best helping me with, like I said, the type two diabetes. You know, with with giving, I participated in a uh, program she had using uh, checking our blood, and it was uh, Bluetooth, and uh, it helped keep up with reports and daily reminders and things like that. So, I mean, she reached out and found that program and and got a couple of us involved in that. Uh, from an experimental standpoint, and it was great. You know, it, it made us take a look at things. It made us, uh, you know, educate ourselves on, on what we've got going on. And, uh, you know, as a result, you know, obviously my my uh, levels have gone down. And, you know, there's numerous, numerous success stories throughout the facility as well. Uh, so it's it's a great benefit for sure. So, um, And, Todd, for me, yeah, for me, um incentives are great and I'm a big incentive fan, but to me in the wellness program, the incentive doesn't have to be tangible, right? I mean, what is more incentive than being happier, being more healthy, being a little slimmer, right? Um, being more productive, right? Um, so, so that's incentive for me and, and seeing folks that's been through our wellness program and, and, and are reaping some of the benefits and that word of mouth and that leadership you know that's that's the incentive for, the incentive for me is to, to just be happier be healthier you see people that are happy you see the morale being um, improved um, it makes you want to be a part of the program and the team and, and to me the core of a good wellness program is changing people's behavior right and eating and exercising uh, or behaviors right um, elevated blood sugar um, high uh, blood pressure cholesterol that's all things that are caused by unhealthy diets and lack of physical activity, right? So we need to try to change people's behavior 
And by doing that, we'll see a lot more healthier and happier people. And to me, that's all the incentive in the world. Well said, well said. You know, so we've got two mantras kind of coming out of here today. You know, we've got uh, healthier is happier from Dirk. And then I think Sage said, be better, right? Be better. Um, so with that being said, you know, you guys, I, I appreciate, I appreciate you taking the time to, to talk with us today. Uh, lots of great things going on. Um, I hope I didn't butcher this too much for, uh, for Beth. And uh, <laughs> it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Thank you. No, we, we appreciate it, Todd. And I just want to challenge everyone around the holidays, right? Um, it's easy to get kind of uh, lackadaisical or out of control. I mean, take this podcast and, and try to learn from it, but make some healthy choices around the holidays. Um, be happy. Be healthier. Um, and, and I look forward to seeing everybody. Sage, can't wait to see you again, bud. Todd, uh, thanks for today's conversation, and thanks to Beth also uh, for, for hosting, uh, for having me on again. But um, happy holidays, fellas. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate the invite. Sincerely do. It's always great to talk to you guys. I'll echo that 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 comment there, Dirk, you know, and uh wish everyone a Merry Christmas and and if anyone is thinking about obviously as the year is closing, uh you know, they're they're starting the new year out fresh. Uh I wouldn't think about it too much. Just do something. You know, if you're not doing anything now, just do something. Uh, move, you know, if you like walking, start walking. If you like swimming, start swimming. Uh, if you like going to the gym, go to the gym. If you can't, figure something out. But uh, don't think too much about a plan. That'll all work itself out. Just uh, if you're not moving, you should probably start moving. Uh, so it feels great. All right. Thank you all.